Hey everyone, welcome to Librarians Assemble, your premier audio resource for all things libraries and comics. I'm Josh Stone. Today's show is all about the Aliens franchise. Much like last episode, we're late to the party, but that doesn't mean we can't dance. That, that's a saying, right? I'm, I'm pretty sure. Whatever. My friend and former supervisor, Terry, is here to talk about the best Aliens-related comics, novels, video games, and more. He is by far the biggest fan of the franchise, so I'm glad he decided to stop by. Before we get to that, though, I want to share some happy news from the Librarians Assemble family. Frequent co-host and friend of mine, Angel, and her husband just welcomed their first baby last week. Don't worry, this kid is already surrounded by all things nerd culture. So one day, when he learns you know, to, to talk, he will be a guest on the show. Maybe one day he and my kid will take over the show, and I can gracefully retire like all podcasters dream of. So if you want to send Angel some congratulations, you can tweet the show. We're at Assemble Podcast. Or you can tweet her directly. It's angel at angelcakes1138. You can also drop us an email at librariansassemble at gmail.com. You can like us on Facebook, too, if that's your jam. Also, rate, review, and subscribe. The show is available in a lot of places, including the new Google Play Music service. But whatever, wherever you listen, if, if you have a rating or reviewing feature, please take a couple of seconds to do that. It really does help the show out. All right, now Terry's going to teach us everything there is to know about Aliens, or the movie franchise at least. Hey everyone, welcome to our special Alien Day episode. I am here with a non-practicing librarian. This is the first time we've had a non-practicing librarian on the show. That's an, that's impressive. My old friend Terry, who I used to work with way back in the day, who was actually one of my very first supervisors when I got into the library business. So thank you, Terry, for joining us. I know you're a huge Alien fan, so you're the only one I thought of to come to. to, come to. Well, How are awesome. you doing? Thank you for thinking. Uh, yeah, I'm doing good. Um, enjoying a nice lazy Sunday. That's good. That's good. So <clears throat> let me, let's start off by talking about Alien Day. This is obviously a ploy to just get people to buy more Alien stuff and talk about Alien. But that's awesome because yes. Alien was a great franchise and deserves all the attention in the world. So Alien, the, the whole concept behind Alien Day, what it, was it was on April twenty sixth, four twenty six, and from what I'm reading, it was a nod to LV four two six, which was the moon that the xenomorphs are discovered in the original Ridley Scott film. So that's, that's how crazy. that is how we came to Alien Day on April twenty sixth. So obviously, by the time this hits your podcast uh, docs and all that fun stuff, it will be well past April twenty sixth. But such is life. So, Terry, as an Alien fan, did you do anything to celebrate Alien Day? I did completely unintentionally. Awesome. Um, so I've been reading the new Alien series of novels, mm -hmm. and I just happened to be reading the most recent one on Alien Day. That's awesome. See, uh, so you, you, you could just feel it. Yes. You could just feel it happening. Okay, so as a huge fan of the Alien franchise, what is it that draws you to this franchise? What do you think sets it apart from other fran sci-fi franchises, especially? Well, obviously, there's the Xenomorph, the alien uh, 
creature design is incredible. It's mm-hmm. terrifying. Uh, it doesn't matter if you see it in the shadows or in full daylight. It's just a terrifying monster. <laughs> um, I also like the world building, and you don't really see a lot of that in the movies, um, but mm-hmm. I think it's interesting that the alien isn't actually the bad guy. Uh, the bad guy is the company, Weyland yutani the military-industrial complex. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's interesting. That and is. then most of the uh, alien movies, it's sort of a, a blue-collar approach to horror. Mm-hmm. You know, this isn't uh, Star Trek. These aren't noble explorers. These are working-class <laughs> people out there uh, running into aliens, unfortunately. <laughs> awesome. So for our journey here, I know you just mentioned some of the novels, but let's let's start with the movies, and then we'll talk about novels sure. and all that fun stuff. So. Of the Alien movies that have been released, in, and I guess we can include Alien v. Predator, um, sure. what are what are some of your favorite movies in the Alien franchise, and why? Okay, uh, so the first two are the best. Yes. And I sort of waver back and forward between which one is my favorite. Uh, they're so completely different, it would be hard to pick mm-hmm. which is my favorite. I think Aliens, the uh, sequel, works better than the first one overall. The first one, it's a little bit older, has a little bit of a slower pace. Um, but they're you know, completely different sort of uh, monster movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, the original Alien one, it's kind of like you know, Die Hard. <laughs> we have this you know, poor, alone person trying to survive, mm-hmm. running through docks, um, taking out the humans one by one. And then Aliens, the sequel, is just pure up action horror with space marines. Yeah. So, yeah, I haven't um, I haven't seen the sequel. I haven't seen Aliens in a while, but I did just watch the original the other okay. night, just in in preparation. And I I still it holds up so it's such a great movie, even for being older and yeah. like so many of the practical effects they did were just just I'm right. glad they did practical effects. That's I think Which that's something else makes it work really well. Yeah. You know, it's not you're not seeing dated computer generated graphics. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last time I saw Alien was probably about ten years ago, and it was a re-release <laughs> at a movie theater. And the movie theater was swarmed with cockroaches. Oh God! I, so well, as for, that adds, I guess, to the creepiness. Well, yeah, the was, it was basically seeing Alien in 3D. <laughs> and, you know, it was a late night showing. The audience was small. And we all sort of naturally like gravitated together in the center of the theater, you know, for protection against these cockroaches. <laughs> yeah, as you would. Yeah. You gotta, so, the more feet to stomp, the better, you know? You yeah, gotta... so, I mean, if you're gonna see it in the theater, that's the way to see it. That's I, probably the way Ridley Scott intended it for it to be shown. I was just watching the director's cut, and before it starts, he does mention, I. my, my intention is for you to watch this with as many cockroaches as possible, so. Yes. You guys lived up to his intention, and that's great. Do you, um, so besides Alien and Aliens, what are what what would you say of the of the other sequels? What would you say some of their their finer points are? Is there is there one that stands out above the others to you? Well, okay, so they're they're not perfect, which is probably <laughs> the uh, nicest way to say it. I think you know Alien Three, Alien Cubed, however you pronounce that title. <laughs> It just it doesn't continue the way you would expect the mm-hmm. franchise to continue. Having said that, I like the idea of the prison planet. That's sort of an interesting setting. Mm-hmm. Um, some callbacks to the original mm-hmm. with, uh, you know, the Bishop-type character shows up again at the end. That's yeah. sort of interesting. Uh, and I think Alien Resurrection, 
It does a few interesting things. That's um, the one with um, Winona Ryder, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember seeing that when I was young. I haven't seen it since. I saw it when I yeah. was, like, a teenager, maybe. Okay. And I was like, hey, this isn't that bad. But, yeah, and I think, you know, that's probably, if you go in with that sort of expectation, <laughs> you know, you're going to see aliens. And yeah. it has aliens. So on that level, it, it works. It delivers. Okay. Yes. So the big question then is, What's your take on Prometheus? The the big dividing line between the alien fans out there. What's your take on it? Um, I thought it was okay when I was watching it and so much forgettable after that. <laughs> I you know, it's one of those prequel type movies that answers questions that people didn't really have. <laughs> the, yeah, uh, most prequels are good for that. Right. I wish that Ridley Scott wasn't stuck on Prometheus. I think we're getting to like five or six more Prometheus-type movies, and I don't know that anyone wants that. Mm, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't want it. I, I, to be honest with you, I started watching it, and I was like, I don't like this. I, yeah. I don't want this ruining my alien experience, and I didn't finish it. I don't, <laughs> I don't know if I've ever finished Prometheus. I don't recall ever finishing the movie. Okay. I don't think you've missed anything. I don't, I don't think I have either, based on what I've seen. Mm-hmm. The internet, based on what the internet has told me, I don't think yeah. I missed anything. Okay, yeah, you know, take a minute or two and read through it on Wikipedia at some point, and that's and good I enough. Experience. Oh, okay. You know, I like a good movie that I just can read the Wikipedia plot summary and I'm yeah. done with it. It really helps save money. Oh, totally. <laughs> it's the best way to go, and then just find still images from the picture and just the movie and just put right. it together yourself. Okay, so movies aside, this is a comic book podcast, so we'll move on to comic books. So I know you've read a lot of the alien graphic novels that Dark Horse has put out, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, that's true. You know, Dark Horse has been uh, putting out alien comic books since I think, you know, the early, not even that, probably like, you know, the late 80s. Yeah, they've been for a while. So, yeah, there's, you know, decades worth of aliens comics to go through. So in that decade worth of comics, what are some of your favorite ones? Do you have any that you would recommend to people? And as a former yeah. collection development librarian, would, would you have some that you would recommend that libraries definitely need to own? I would say uh, go to uh, Dark Horse and look at the omnibuses that they put out, which they're great. They're uh, you know affordable collections. Uh, volume 1 picks up right after the Aliens movie. Um, and I'll get into this in a little bit. I think it works better as a sequel than the actual movies that came out. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, so originally, when they came out, uh, they followed, uh, you know, Hicks and Newts, mm-hmm. the uh, characters in the movie that are killed off in the third Alien movie very early on. And you know, it's kind of interesting seeing what would have happened if the filmmakers had gone in that direction. Um, there is more with the aliens. Uh, the Queen has more of a mental hold over people and back on earth there's an alien cult that forms oh interesting so i think that uh, the very first omnibus is a very solid collection Mm -hmm. that works as an alternate history for what the movies are now one of the interesting things because it doesn't follow the movie franchise they've rewritten the characters in some of the re-releases uh so Mm. hicks is now wilkes who's a space marine that has a similar background um the character newts is now called billy 
But the understanding is that these are the same characters yeah. in the movie. They just change stuff up a little bit, so it works better for continuity. Hmm. That's pretty interesting. Uh, you know, Dark Horse, I think, has at least six volumes of the omnibuses out for aliens. They also have Alien versus Predator omnibuses. Any one of those is a great... Did you, did you like the Alien versus Predator um, graphic novels? Were they, yeah, those, were those are pretty fun. good. Yeah, those are fun. That uh, just a genius genius pairing. Yeah, know. right. Like, I mean, even even the movie, which wasn't great, was still I still loved it. Right. It was still just fun. You know, it's like two great franchises. You know, like how often does that really happen? Yeah, it, it, you know, it makes sense. It's like you know, obviously, this is something that was meant to happen. One of the cool things about Dark Horse is they have a lot of alien crossovers too. So you can mm. find Aliens versus Superman, Aliens versus <laughs> Batman. Oh, um, I think I've seen the Alien versus Batman floating around. Yeah, there. I think my favorite title is something like Batman and Superman versus Aliens and Predators. <laughs> um, aliens are uh, cropping up everywhere. I think there's a Tarzan tie-in. Oh, geez. Uh, there's a new one coming out later this year with Dread Shred. Oh, God, that'd be awesome. Yeah. That's going to be gory, too, but it's going to be awesome. Yes. And that's one of the other things that I like about the comics. Uh, because what Dark Horse was doing back in the 80s and 90s was different from what you were seeing in Marvel and DC. Uh, so these are violent, these are gory comics. Mm-hmm. You know, they're updated. And I think that's something that appeal, appealed to me on a different level. At yeah. a much younger age, mm-hmm. you know, was, yeah, they, yeah. Like you said, there weren't weren't a whole lot of things out there like that, or that were easily obtainable, at least. Right. Okay, so you mentioned um, that you were reading the newest novels. We don't generally talk about prose novels here, but I think that was a good segue to do so. What are some alien um, novels that you would recommend that you think are really good, and how is this new one? Okay, so yeah, I can talk about that. Um, there are many alien novels out there, and it's interesting because the earlier ones are actually novelizations of the comic series. Oh, wow. And Titan Books is the publisher, and they're doing a good job about keeping everything in print. That is cool. Um, the one that I just read was Aliens River of Pain. Um, it's a new novel, and they're saying it's canonical, so... Hmm. For whatever the franchise is doing, this is something that actually happens, and it's everything that happens on LV two, sorry, four two six, <laughs> prior to the movie Aliens. So you see the collapse okay. of the colony and the rise of the aliens taking that over, and you get a backstory there that works well with the movies. Oh, cool! Um, so, so been, and, uh, that's the, and that's the brand new one. Yeah, cool. and uh, I think that came out towards the uh, within the last year or two. Cool. Um, they're also reprinting all the earlier books in omnibus sized ones, so um, so they should be easier yeah, for these librarians to get. Yeah, very cool. And and by the way, for those listening, Terry just went completely off script there. I have some questions so that he would be prepared. I just threw him a curveball and look how well he handled that. See that? That's a, he may not be a practicing librarian, ladies and gentlemen, but he still has it. He still got it. <laughs> okay, so comics. Audible.com just did an audio drama of one of the newer alien books. Mm-hmm. 
and I recommend listening to that. It's about four and a half hours long. It has a full cast. That's not bad. Oh, uh, wow. great dramatization. So, something good. else from opinions here. Yeah, I saw I, I saw that they released something for Alien Day, but I didn't realize it was like yeah. a full like drama production. That's awesome. Yeah, cool. And you you listened to it? It was good. I've listened to a good chunk of it. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely enjoying it. Uh, really well done. I hope they do more stuff like this because it's just. Just yeah, I mean, with the with the popularity of audiobooks these days, it wouldn't surprise me if more and more of them start having like an actual cast. Yeah, it's some you know sometimes they can be a little bit monotonous. Right. Okay, so back to the task at hand. Besides being a huge comic book fan, you're also a, a big video game fan, and I know there have been several video games based on aliens. So what are what are your takes on those video games so far? Like, how many have have you played? Many of the alien video game series how do you yeah. how have they been thus far and are there uh, ones that you like more than others right uh yeah uh so one of the very first games i remember playing was a commodore game based on the movie <laughs> aliens uh, i'm sure the uh, graphics are not anywhere near where i'm picturing that but i remember that being a lot of fun <laughs> And I think I actually started playing that before I had seen the movie, oh, so I had a, you know very little idea of what I should be doing. <laughs> I just kept uh, trying to hug the alien. I don't know what I was doing. Right, you know, it's you know, trying to talk to them. That's not working. <laughs> I tried to barter. Nothing worked. I gave yes. him the cat. I didn't know I was supposed to save the cat. <laughs> uh, you know, probably the uh, biggest one that most people know about is the newest one, Alien Isolation. How is that? Uh, I hear mixed things about this one. I think it's definitely worth playing. Mm-hmm. I haven't finished it yet because it has pacing problems. It seems like a 30-hour game that would be a really solid 15-hour game. <laughs> uh, but you play as Amanda Ripley, uh, Ripley's daughter. Uh, she's trying to find out what happened to her mom, and there's a clue about the Nostromo that she's investigating. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, uh, that winds up running her into aliens. Or Actually, the interesting thing is uh, just one alien. Just the one. Uh, just one alien, and it's almost like a Friday the 13th type movie where <laughs> what you want to do is uh, have some idea of where the alien is and then be far away from that. Mm-hmm. There's an excellent stealth mechanic. Um, you're always hiding in cabinets, uh, peering through slits in the windows, ducking under desks. I hear the game is really scary. It sounds yeah. terrifying. Yeah, the parts that work, work really, really well. Mm -hmm. And then there's just a lot of extraneous stuff that you probably don't need. Um, However, yeah, there's no way I can't not recommend that game. It's awesome. Um, And as a non... I don't play video games much anymore. What what systems is it on? Is it on, like... You, you uh, it's PS? on all the uh, newest consoles, so oh, okay. uh, PC, PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, Xbox 360, Xbox One. Okay, awesome. So if you're a library out there that does video games, you should be able to get that one pretty easily then. And that's been out for a couple years now, right? Yeah, a couple years. Year? There's DLC for it, oh, so cool. it's pretty well uh, supported. Um, you can find that on Steam every so often and get everything in one fell swoop. Oh, wow. Uh, there's also a really good Nintendo DS game from 2011 called Aliens Infestation. Hmm. And I I, it's one of the uh, 
Yeah, it's one of the best Aliens games I've played, and you play, of course, as a colonial marine because you always play some sort of space marine in these games. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really well done. Um, uses the interface well. You can still find copies around in stores and tends to be pretty cheap, and I would say that that's also a really good Alien experience. Awesome. All right, so... Are there any, besides what you've mentioned so far, are there any other alien-related things you'd like to recommend, either books or, or things that have popped into your head thus far, or board games? I don't even know if there are any alien board games or anything. Yeah, I'm like sure there's uh, <laughs> I'm sure there's board games. I believe there's a collectible card game out there. Oh, wow. Um, you know, all sorts of toys and collectibles. Mm-hmm. I would recommend uh, grabbing some of the newer books. They're pretty well done. Uh Definitely check out that Audible presentation if you're an Audible subscriber. And if you're not, you can if join. If you're not, it's a good reason to sign up. It's a good reason to sign up. You get a free book. That could be your free book. That could be. Yeah. So before we get out of here, I neglected to mention that because you're such a, a huge Alien fan, you, you have a, a puppy named yes. Ripley. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and uh, Rip, Ripley, I've met he's Ripley. not a survivor. <laughs> <laughs> he, he would not, he would not no. fare as well as as human Ripley. No, he has a very poor instincts when it comes to <laughs> uh, self preservation. <laughs> but Ripley was awesome. I remember um, when you lived down here, Ripley was adorable. So send yes. send my love to Ripples. <laughs> Will do. So before we get out of here, is there anything you'd like to promote? Anything you're working on, Twitter, anything like that you want the people to know? Where can the people find you? If they have find me on Twitter, yeah. If they have other alien questions. Sure, if they have other alien questions or you know, actual alien problems, I'm happy to help. (laughs) Uh, my Twitter handle is GameCouch. Uh one word. Mm -hmm. So yeah, look for me there and who knows where else I am? Where, but, uh, you, know, you can find be the big one on Twitter. Just gaze into the stars, and Terry will be there. Yes, he is always with us, like an alien. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for coming on and enlightening everyone about the Alien franchise. I got actually quite a few good recommendations in here, and I think I might start reading these graphic novels. I tend to not really read graphic novel like media tie-in type ones, but. Sure. Your your description of the especially like the first runs sounded pretty good. Yes. So I think I might have to put that in in my queue there, whatever queue that may be. It might have to go in there. All right. Well, well thank you for stopping by. If you ever have other things you'd like to recommend to the world of librarians, feel free to drop by whenever you like. Will do. Thanks. All right, that's our show. Again, thank you to Terry for dropping by. As always, the music in today's episode was created by Gumble and is being used under the Creative Commons license. I hope you all have a great couple of weeks, and I'll talk to you all soon. Bye.